Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay. Recorded live. This is Sandra Keyes. Thank you for joining me here at Keys to the Kingdom at T25CL.com. Y'all all encompassing entertainment station. We have 24-7 uh, radio with music ranging from gospel to R&B to jazz to classical, everything on one platform. It is great for you to turn this um, on while you're at work at your desk. I guarantee you will enjoy the music. It is top rate. So check us out for uh, Galaxy Radio. Also check us out every night of the week for Galaxy Talk Show. We have a talk show host every night with some great topics to discuss. You can call in, voice your opinion. We also have uh, independent movies and independent music uh, for your listening pleasure. So check us out at T25CL.com. We've also released a movie, United We Stand, uh, that we'll hope that we're hoping to be re- to be released globally, but the screening for the movie was a couple of weeks ago. It's a great, great documentary on the great work that's being done to alleviate um, poverty in some third world countries. So check it out uh, on our website. We have a great trailer there. United we stand. Okay, this is Sandra Keys. Thank you so much for joining me on this evening. I just want to say that um, it's just been a trying week, and I just wanted to let you know how heavy my heart is and how serious I am about tonight's conversation. Normally, I sit here and I have my TV on, but I have it down low, and it's usually on the news because I'm trying to keep up with what's going on. But I completely darkened my area I have my little water fountain on. I have my fireplace on. I'm just really trying to, I have my Bible in front of me. I'm just really trying to set the mood, to be articulate, and to, my, my goal tonight is to really help someone because I, I really believe that people are feeling like me, just really deeply, deeply hurt. Um, by this past election. It has been drama for the last 18 months, like something we've never, ever seen a lot of us in our lifetime in an election. It's been humiliating. It's been degrading. It's been demoralizing. It's been racist. It's just been terrible. Um, and But before I get into all that, I just want to reflect back. Um, when President, just on the euphoria we felt when President Obama was elected. And I remember the first time he was elected, none of us really thought he was going to get it. We loved him, but we didn't think he was going to make it. 
And when he and that and that was another time during the election that I turned off the TV because I didn't want to hear the results because in my heart I didn't feel that he was going to win. So I didn't want to watch the pro I didn't want to watch the news all night long like I did this last time because I didn't want to hear what the end result was going to be. When I got a phone call that he that President Obama had won, and I remember sitting in my bed, sitting up. And I remember the tears just flowing because it made you feel like finally, finally, we're getting someplace in, in, in this country with race relations. It almost seemed as if um, now, finally, people were looking past color and was judging on the content of uh, President Obama's character. And I just remember just feeling so proud about that moment. And then we come to present day today, and we realize that half the country, half the, almost half the country voted in a misogynist, racist, bigoted, just nasty individual to be the leader of the free world, to be the, 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 the representative of the United States of America and all of his racist cronies that he will probably place in offices in that White House. I just want you to know I am a news junkie, but there was just no way I could watch the news that night, and I remember calling my girlfriend Rita at three. It was around three o'clock in the afternoon, and no polls had been. There was no um, results of anything at that time. But I told my girlfriend, I said, I just can't watch this. I'm not going to. I believe Trump is. It's something in my spirit that Trump is going to win this election, and I don't know why. And I did not watch television all night long until she texted me and until my daughter called me and said it wasn't looking good for Hillary. And I just remember feeling such deep, deep pain, just such deep pain, because that lets me know that we have not come as far as we had hoped in our race relations. That vote meant that people... To me, and, and, and I was told that a CNN, it was Van Jones, I believe, said this was white lash. And he pretty much said it right. These people were sick of Obama. I believe they felt like we have come too far, probably surpassed some of them. And that is no fault of ours if we're wanting to better ourselves. You know what I mean? That's not our fault. This is supposed to be free game. Whoever is the most qualified are the ones who should be getting the job if they are basing the decisions on that. But we know that they're not. Anyway, to make a long story short, I, I'm just pained, and I'm hoping that out of this conversation tonight that we um, can find healing. But it was funny because my pastor this week um his sermon was based on a scripture, uh, Psalms 37. And at first, uh, you know, it took me a while to get it, but it kept, it kept sitting with me. And I um, read it, 
a couple of days after the sermon, read over my notes and everything. And that was before the election, and I was saying he was trying to prepare us. And I'll just read a little bit. I'm going to read a little bit throughout the night. But it starts off Psalm 37. Uh, this is the um, King James Virgin, Version. Fret not thyself because of evildoers, neither be thou envious against the workers of iniquity. For they soon shall be cut down like the grass and wither as green herbs. Trust in the Lord and do good. So shalt thou dwell in the land, and verily thou shalt be fed. Delight thyself also in the Lord, and he shall give you thine desire of your heart. He shall give thee the desires of thy heart. Commit thy ways unto the Lord. Trust also in him, and he shall bring it to pass. And I just wanted to bring in my guest on tonight, Elder. Uh, Anthony Zamore from New York, who has graciously joined me again tonight. Um, I just wanted your opinion on what you what you what you felt, and I know that you didn't vote, and I kind of feel some kind of way about that. Even though I know that Hillary got the popular vote, she got the majority of the votes. But like you were saying, the electrical the electrical college the electoral sorry college was meant to pretty much suppress that and put whoever they wanted in office. I just wanted your comments on that, Elder. Yes. Um, I just want to say uh, my principal asked me a question. She asked me how I felt about the election. She said, you know, like so many others, she was shocked by what she perceived as something that was detrimental to the country and so racist. I said, well, interestingly enough, and I think this is the first time her and I had ever had a really deep conversation. I said, I'm not shocked. I said, I'm not shocked because as a black man, I'm not allowed to forget who I am. Every day on some level, I am reminded that I'm a black man constantly. I'm discriminated against constantly, so um, I'm not allowed to forget the historical past that has happened here. It's always present for me. Somewhere along the line, I think we all forgot or we felt like it was better. But in my experience, it has not gotten better, just from what I've seen, even living in New York City. Um, I was telling her that I have three sons, and I teach my three sons to be very cognizant as black men where they are at all times, and especially when they are around certain people. I said, if there's a woman and she's about to get on the elevator, if, and if I can sense that she's nervous, I won't get on that elevator. If I'm standing in a hallway and there's a woman there, once happened to me, I'm waiting for a friend, and she says, what are you doing here? And I'm like, why? And she says, well, if you don't tell me, I'm going to call the police. My friend just happened to come down, and he knew her, and he said he was waiting for me. And she said, oh, I thought he was a rapist. And so mm. I have not forgotten who I am. If I don't go to school, and like I was telling her, See, there's a benefit for certain people not to have to think about race at all. It's a benefit. Mm -hmm. 
but I'm constantly aware of it. And so for me, this was not a shock. This was not a shock. Like I said, you have to go back on Netflix and watch that documentary, The 13th, and you'll see how everything plays itself out. And I was telling her that as a black man, a conscious black man, that black men, we all feel at any point in our lives, we could go to prison. I don't care how law-abiding we are. I don't care. All it takes is a bad mood. It just takes a bad mood. It just takes an off day. just takes, and, and, and so these things are prevalent for me every day. Like I yeah. told her, uh, 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 even for my students, like when people perceive me, I understand that I could teach someone who I am. I can maintain my image and teach you how to treat me, but that doesn't change the fact that people come to me every day with a mountain of perception that yeah. I have to deal with and they have to shift through to find out who I am or to but, trust me. Yeah, can I just so say here in this election, I'm not shocked because yeah. I, have, I have traveled this country and I've seen it all over the place. So I'm yeah. not shocked, not one bit. And yeah. um, I have not forgotten history. Like I tell people all the time, just four men, my great, 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 grand, my great, four men, myself, my father, his father, and my, my father's father, just those four men. One was born a slave. One was born right after slavery. My father was born a sharecropper, and then there's me. Now, within that time frame, within that time frame of my father's lifetime, which was the civil rights, we, they decided, okay, well, I guess they are human beings. Mm-hmm. You understand? And so yeah. that's four men out of slavery. Well, one was born a slave. Yeah. So three of those men, including me, out of slavery. And so I have not forgotten history. I have not forgotten. In New York City, the school system is one of the most segregated in the nation. I have not forgotten. And so uh, uh, I'm not shocked with this situation with Trump. Okay, can I ask Uh, you this, though? But didn't you feel hopeful? Because they voted in, it wasn't just us that put President Obama in, and not only that, during his entire time, he has been upstanding. He has been a critical thinker. He has exemplified just just what you would want to see in a president. His wife has been exceedingly wonderful at her job. She has exceeded even the first ladies before her. I mean, this has been an upstanding black family. You thought that they would see past all the other, you thought that that in itself would break away all the stereotypes. But when, but when, and all the feelings about us, but, and we have excelled on every level in this society, in sports. I mean, the 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 uh uh the 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 tenor sisters I can't even think of their names um right now but um they have exceeded uh and I know that they had to face uh Venus and Serena and I know they had to face all sorts of racism but they've excelled in a white man's sport I mean we excel on every level when given the opportunity 
and yet still, they still turn their noses down on us. And I just find that disgusting, disgusting. I'm so happy for the people who have stepped out there and protest. I don't think it's going to do anything at this point. But I'm glad that people are out there sharing their hurt and their displeasure with what half of America has decided to do. Now, I realize that half of them, that a portion of them were thinking about the Supreme Court. I know that's what I've been hearing. Um, they were thinking more, they were voting for him more because they wanted to block any Democratic appointee to the Supreme Court. So that was their justification for, for voting for him. And I can see that point of it, but why put somebody in there who has demonstrated to be a total butt during the whole, just total butt? I, I just don't understand it. I don't understand. And so, um, and, and I'll let you get in there for a minute, but I also just wanted to say that I think that my pastor, and I don't get a lot out of his sermons a lot of the time, some of the time. But I think he was right on on that when he gave us Psalms 37. Because yeah. if this is, this is a time when we really, really, for those who are on the fence or those of us who have been playing church and all that stuff, you need to get really real because it's about to get really real. You know what I mean? Go on, Elder. Um, now, weirdly, weirdly, uh, behind the scenes, and this is going to shock, it may shock, it may not shock a lot of people, but the evangelicals and very religious blacks, Latinos, and whites put Trump in thinking that the Democrats, and this is what's going on in the news sphere, that the Democrats, since Obama voted in the gay and lesbian, what they called the sodomy law, right, that, mm -hmm. uh, 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 that Hillary would then further that agenda. Two, um, uh, they, back, back at one of Trump's rallies, uh, many of the big famous evangelical church leaders prayed over him and said, and he promised them that if, if they get him elected that he would repel this this uh this legislation or amendment by I think it was the LBJ amendment where he uh he uh forbid church and state mix again uh but the interesting thing is here is a man that they got to that they felt could lead the the church back into a the the United States back into a more spiritual period. Here's a man that, if you look at everything he said, there was no God in him. Not at all. So, right, and except his God, Lucifer. And so, once again, when you go back and you look at the articles of what the evangelicals were doing, it was also just like you said they wanted to appoint another conservative right. in the Supreme Court right. so that they can push back at what they call the immorality of right. the Democratic Party. So that's but another angle. No so, one, 
but they put somebody who was who is immoral in the White House. How could you? And and and, and all of them that have children. How could you justify what you've just done to your children? I mean, so now, and and this is a joke that's been going now. You could put now, Kanye might have a chance at the White House. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it was a joke before, but look, he is no more qualified for the White House than uh, Trump is. So I, I just don't understand it. I, I don't get it. It's I, the I maneuvering of wicked people. Yeah. And, 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 and even yeah, in right. the so-called church, even in the so-called church, when you go back and you look up the articles of how the uh, the evangelicals have supported him and promised that they would get him in and they got him in, uh, I just wonder what's next. And so you see what's going to happen. That just like your pastor said something right, and he gave you the perfect chapter, Psalms yeah, 37, yeah. that we not listen a lot of fearful things are going to happen but i have been telling you that that a lot of that they yeah, push you right to get you to go left they push you right left to get you to go so so that's the game they play and so right. here's here is another puppet who is going to push things into chaos yeah into chaos because you yeah. know people are going to fight back but yeah. they know that but they know that they know that and then the finances are going to collapse. Yeah. Even though they, they put him in there because he's a businessman, if you look at his businesses. He's failed. Of, exactly. So, this is, so just pay attention. Pay attention to all of the things that are about to erupt. And just like you said, Psalm 37 is important for those Christians who are yeah. looking for hope. Because people are scared and, yeah. and uh, uh, do not get caught up in church leaders. No. Nope. Get caught up in God. Get caught up yeah. in God get because up in he God. is your only hope. He's the only hope. That is true. And I want to read uh, verses 7, and then I'm going to try to take a caller. Rest in the Lord and wait patiently for him. Fret not thyself because of him who prospereth in his way, because of the man who bringeth wicked devices to pass. Cease from anger and forsake wrath. Fret not thyself in any wise to do evil, for evildoers shall be cut off. But those that wait upon the Lord, they shall inherit the earth. Um, I have a caller in Northern California. Hello, do you have a comment or question? This is Sandra at T25CL Talk Radio, Keys to the Kingdom. Hello? Okay, I guess they're listening. Hello? Okay. All right. Well, like I said, this is, to me is the perfect the perfect scripture. It has given me peace because, like I said, I am a news junkie, and I totally watch news 24-7, and I have not turned on a news channel since election night. And, that, and I miss the news, but I just don't want to see it. I understand that. Um, uh, President Obama had to meet with Trump, and I didn't want to see that because that would totally make me sick. I just did not want to see it. Um, and so for those of you out there who are feeling like me, who are feeling saddened, who are feeling disappointment, who are feeling nervous about what what's ahead, 
um, I would suggest that you go to Psalm 37 because God's word is true. And I'm telling you, if you have been on the fence with your relationship with God, this is the time to get it to get it right. Because, like I said, things are going to change. The, the way of life that we have known for 50-some-odd years or whatever is, is changing. We're seeing it before our eyes. And there is no one on this planet that can help us get through this but Jesus Christ. Um, Amen. Amen. Go ahead, um, Elder. Any comments? Yes. Uh, now, like I told you sometime before, here, when you go back and you look at those articles, that when now these church leaders voted this man in under the guise of they're going to make the country better and, and lead it back to God. But look who they have placed, a, a look who they have placed to do it. And so this is what I'm saying. You can't look at what these people are doing. And even though they call themselves Christians, they're doing all of this, you, you, you see what they're doing in the name of God, and it's not right. But God tells you in Psalm 37 that he's laughing at them because he sees <coughs> his day coming. His day is coming. And so they can plot, they can plan, they could do all these wicked things, but God's day is coming. Do, so, so just hold on. You right. are going to see a lot of people do a lot of things in the name of God, but you, because you have studied, you have studied right. and understand that that has nothing to do with God. Right. Remember, the people who run these church churches at the head, since the Old Testament, you can read the whole Old Testament and most of the New, and you see that God has always been very angry with how they have been leading out, causing the people to error, yeah. causing the people to error. And so... You read Matthew, Luke, John, and you see God is calling them vipers, serpents, yeah. because they're wicked and they're leading the people astray. And here you go once again, because they're saying they're going to make the nation great again, bringing back God, and then they vote in a man who is a hater, yeah. a liar, and yeah. everything else. Yeah. And, how, how and everything else. I know. How do you vote in somebody who hate half of the country? I don't understand that. <laughs> because, because Sandra, because many of the people feel the same way that he feels. Right. And, and that we have forgotten more, that. I think that See? was more shocking than anything. The but fact we've forgotten that. People feel the same way. Yeah. But remember, everything, please, I recommend to your, your, your listeners, go to Netflix and watch the 13th. And you will see all of the laws, the prison laws. You'll see the presidents, all of them, how they have used and abused us. And now they're going to come up. They're trying. Um, you have to see that documentary. So now, because everybody's complaining about the prison system, they're, they're going to say, well, we're going to get rid of, we're going to let people out. But now they're going to make your house the prison. <laughs> this thing is so deep. You wow. have to see it. They're, on Netflix. So they're gonna, Netflix, the 13th. The 13th is it's talking about the 13th amendment, uh, uh, amendment that freed the slaves, but also said within there, embedded in there, that if you commit a crime, then you're a slave. Yeah. 
you're a slave of the state. And right. you will look back at even how Donald Trump, how Hillary Clinton, how Bill Clinton, how George Bush just, just made it worse for all of us. Clinton and Hillary Clinton, they go back and they show the tapes deep how, how, how uh, 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 the Central Park jargon case, how right. Donald Trump wanted to have those boys murdered, executed, yeah. and then yeah. those those kids went to prison for like 11, 12 years, and yeah. DNA evidence proved them all innocent. And right. to this day, he still says he they, still they still should be executed. Yes, I know. So you I see, know. all of these politicians, all of them, how, how they have totally destroyed our communities, every last one. Hillary, Bill, Bush, how they all did it. Yeah. Go back and watch that documentary because yeah. we have forgotten. We've forgotten. But this but, is going to help everybody focus. Everybody's going to get on focus. I promise you that. I, I, Everybody's going to focus. And I was going to say, okay, we, we, we have been asleep. We are now woke, as they say. Yep. Um, what do you think? Um, we should do to guard against, I mean, we have the word, and I'm going to read some more of Psalm 37, but what do you think we should be doing at this point as, as a people, as black people? As a people. As Christians as well. As Christians. As Christians. The only way we can solve this problem is returning to God. Mm-hmm. Returning to God. Because I keep telling my brothers and sisters, there is no economic solution. There is no political solution. No. There's yes. no way to turn this thing around humanly, humanly. And so I know a lot of my brothers and sisters say, well, if we could only get, get, get the right leaders. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. You go to Africa. All of the – I was I, – Many of my students are African. Their parents, I speak to them all the time. Some of them are, one of them is an ambassador. I'm telling you, it's all corrupt. There is no human way to fix this because you're dealing with individual minds whose God is self. And if self is your God, then you have... It will allow you, wherever you are, to be a psychopath, to be a sociopath, because you have no emotional care for anybody else. Yeah. And so you, you said, how could they do this? Because they do, there are certain people who feel like you should not live just because you're yeah. skin color. That yeah. is sociopathic, psychopathic logic. Yeah. Because it's not built on sanity. Right. There's no sanity in that. There's no love in that. And mm-hmm. how do you talk to a person who's insane? I, I, I have known people who are truly schizophrenic. You can't talk to them. No. There's no talking to people when they are psychotic. Right. That same person can lynch you but go home and kiss and love their children. Yeah. But they'll lynch you. Yeah. They will deal drugs in your neighborhood and go back to their children, kiss, hug, read them bedtime stories. Yeah. Yeah. So, so see, you can't talk to people like that. You can't rationalize. And so what black people have done all these years is say, well, if we could just show you, if we could just get you to think right. So, so, 
so uh, uh, the civil rights era was the first time we had television programs showing the news, showing people getting sprayed in the street, children yeah. being bombed, and it, it, it shocked America. It shocked everybody. But did they change? Yes, there are some white people out there that are good, but yeah. you cannot put I your hopes on them. That's not the – those – if we bet our lives on just nice white people, then we're dead because that's not the majority of them. <laughs> that's not the majority. That's that not the laugh, majority. That's so true. That really made me laugh because I'm the first one to, to defend and say, but I know some really good white people. They are really nice. They would never do, but they are not the majority. You are absolutely yeah, right. They're not the and majority. And election has proven that. Exactly. 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 And so the good white people, they're hurt. They're upset, but I tell you, I went to a teaching meeting, and and a question came up about uh, diversity panels. You know, is there a way that white people can get in a circle that's just white people and talk about diversity? Some people said no. Some people said yes because there's diversity within white people, and I agree with that. I said, but see, here's the thing. White people don't know how to deal with white hate. Right. They themselves they are afraid of it, and and few of them stand up to it. Right, and so that's true. Yeah. Few of them stand up to it. And then there's the benefit. See, because even a house that's built on delusion, it has a foundation. It has walls, ceilings, chairs, but the whole thing is fake. But people live in that delusion. There are benefits that come with that delusion. Mm-hmm. And part of that benefit is you don't have to think about race. That's one. You you could push that aside. Two is your superiority complex. Two. Now, you didn't start it. Many of the whites that we know didn't start it, but they still benefit from it. And if they're honest, they will say that. Now, we're all part and privy into this nation affected by race. Now, the only way you can fight it, I mean black, because black people still have a white mind many times, and we have bought into the same lies, yeah, bought into yeah. the same lies. And yeah. so here, the only way you can exist in a racist society and it does not seep into your pores and into your mind is you have to make a conscious effort to fight it, because if you don't, then you've already lost because it's in you. It's in you. Yeah. It's in you. And so you have to make a conscious effort to fight it. Now, understanding that racism has nothing to do with God. Like I always said, God is the ultimate geneticist. Racism is based on it's a social construct to control people. That's it. That's it. It's a lie. Even... Scientists who are true scientists will tell you that there's nothing scientific about race. You touch a gene here, it makes your hair curly. You touch another gene, your skin is dark. God is the genius because he is the true geneticist, true scientist. And so here, it's a mechanism of control. Because guess what? As you treat black people, white people fall in that same ditch. Yeah, and and, 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 I, and I you can't hold me in a ditch and not be in a ditch with me. 
You that's can't be right. outside the ditch and uh-uh. You in it with that's, me. That's right. And I do believe that all those people, working class white folks, who thought they were voting for somebody that was going to help their cause, is going to find out, and they're going to be the first ones to know, that Donald Trump ain't in there for them either. So exactly. they exactly. are not going to exactly. benefit either. And, and, exactly. and they'll soon find that out. Exactly. Because, see, I've heard some of them say, well, they're tired of people saying that we voted him in because of race. I voted. This is white people. Uh, uh, we voted him in or I voted him in because of he's a businessman. And I want the financial situation to be turned around in this country. Bah, 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 bah. But they don't understand that 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 Donald Trump is just going to be a puppet. He can't yeah. stop the Fed. He can't stop because if he did anything that's out of bounds and that's truly good that they have not put their stamp on, he will die just like the other ones who tried died as well. These yeah. people don't care. No, they, they don't, don't care. Lincoln was white. Kennedy was white. Yeah. Right? They killed yeah. him dead. I agree. And I do believe that there's something bigger than Trump going on in this country. Exactly. I do believe that. And I have to say, I'm woke, because this is the first time I've believed that. that. I do believe that something bigger than Trump is going on. And that's what I'm nervous. Yeah. Amen. Now, again, again, let me just push this issue so that people can look into it. People can get into their Bibles. They can begin to look into it. The people who put the largest community of people that put Trump in were the evangelical Christians. Yes, yes. I want you to understand that 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 these people have an agenda, and they 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 call themselves Christian, but their agenda is demonic. Do you hear me? It's demonic. Yeah. yeah. It's demonic, and God and these are the people who will lead to the Antichrist because they think they're doing something in God's name. Some of them think they're doing the right thing. Others just are following an elitist agenda financially in everything, not caring. And so they say the road to hell is paved with good intentions, but the road is still leading to hell. And so you are seeing by their decision-making and and a lot of Christians are going to wake up because a lot of Christians are following them. But they, yeah. when they see what they're doing and they are woken to it, they will follow Christ and not man. Yeah. Amen. Amen. And I'm so looking for that day. Someone uh, texted me and said, you are really teaching us tonight for sure. I've discovered recently on Facebook how many of my so-called Caucasian and Latino friends are Donnie Trump lovers, followers. It's quite amazing. Truly time to study and show ourselves the proof. Help us, Lord. Oh, yes, there's definitely something bigger, as you stated. Um, yeah. It, yes, it, and, yeah. Yeah. Trump definitely. is just a man. He's just yeah, a man. Right. He's the man that they need right now to push this thing. Remember, I told you that the world is going to cry out, we need to turn back to God. But remember what I said. And what the Bible says, these people are going to cry out, and yes, we need to turn back to God, but when the beast, when the murderers, the nations who never meant you any good, 
say, we need to turn back to God, you better to look to God to see and separate man from God. Because when they cry out, oh, we need to turn back to Christ, we need to turn back to God, and da 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 da, da beware. Beware, yeah. because they are not leading you back to the true Christ. That's Trust right. me, God, God right. cannot lie. That's right. Trust me That's when right. I say that. This is a yeah. country, you're in a spiritual war. Yeah, it's more spiritual so war. than ever now. You are definitely right. And uh, the, the, the Antichrist is definitely ramping up, for sure. I just wanted to read a few more verses of Psalms 37. Yes, uh, please. For Verse 10, for yet a little while the wicked shall not be, yea, thou shalt diligently consider his place, and it shall not be. But the meek shall inherit the earth, and shall delight themselves in the abundance of peace. The wicked plotteth against the just, and gnasheth upon him with his teeth. The Lord shall laugh at him, for he seeth that his day is coming. The wicked have drawn out the sword, and have bent their bow to cast down the poor and needy, and to slay such as be of upright, com- upright conversation. Right. Their sword shall enter into their own hearts, and their vows shall be broken. A Mercy. little that a righteous man hath is better than the riches of many wicked. For the arms of the wicked shall be broken, but the Lord upholdeth the righteous. I, I just thought... You know, that this passage of Scripture is just timely. For me, it has been timely because it is definitely telling us here what the wicked will do and what is wicked is trying to do, but that we are to continue, no matter what, to trust in him, draw, draw closer to him. And I just see that so much clearer now, Elder. Praise God. Praise God. Because, listen. Don't envy these thieves and robbers who got rich. And I'm going to tell you, they got rich off of us, still getting rich off of us. But don't envy that. Don't envy that. Because this world has to burn. This is not our home. And these people know it. These people know it. So, my Christian brothers and sisters, your bank account, I know it, 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 it makes you nervous because it's low. But... Trust God. The people who control this thing, who control your job, who control the, all of our schedules to make us work more for less. Yeah. God knows what they're doing. God knows yeah. what they're doing. Yeah. Talking about we raise the minimum wage and then everything else, all of the expenses rises up to meet yeah. where it was raised to, so there's no benefit in raising it. God That's knows right. what they're doing. He knows yeah. that they're robbing us, and he's going to deal with that. Trust me, when, when, when it thunders too hard, what's the first? People who call themselves atheists, people say, I don't believe in God. When it thunders too hard and they feel that earthquake, the first thing they say is what? Don't My God. God. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Jesus. Jesus, right? Right? Yeah. It's the... Trust me, when God day comes, they're going to be quaking in their boots. Yeah. They, so, sure. so just trust God. When people say, where is God? Where is God? You better pray that God holds back the winds of strife. He's holding. Yeah. God is only holding back the winds of strife because so many of us are still asleep. We're not yeah. awake. So in yeah. his mercy, he's holding yeah. back the winds of strife, meaning... 
He's yeah. holding back all the things these wicked people are trying to put in effect. But yeah. one day he has to let it go. But yeah. he's waiting until we are sealed by the Holy Spirit. He's waiting so that you and I make a clear decision. When it says the mark on our forehead and hand, your forehead is what you believe, your thoughts. Your hand is the action, the thing you do with those thoughts. If you are a murderer in your mind, then your hand is going to murder. So yeah. what you put your mind to, you'll put your hand to. This is what God is saying. So that yeah. is your religion. That is your religion. Yeah. God wants you to make the right decision to, 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 to turn, repent. The word repent in Hebrew means to turn, to change your mind and walk in the right direction. Yeah. That's what yeah. God wants you to do, to repent, to say, yeah. Lord, I made a mistake. Change your mind. Lord, I need to do the right thing. And then turn and walk in the right direction. That's right. repentance. That's Amen. what, in Hebrew, it means to repent, to yeah. change your mind and change direction and stick okay. and stay on that direction, which the right. Holy Spirit gives you the will to will it and to do it because yeah. it's not in our nature. So we it's have to give our fallen nature over to God, and we do yeah. that through prayer, through meditating on his word, through reading his promises. This is a promise. Psalm 37 is a promise. Not only is it a promise, it's a fact. It's yeah. more fact than, than, than Trump being there. Because yeah. Trump right. is not there of his own power. He's a puppet. Right. He's going to be a puppet. So he's yeah. not even real. Yeah. God is more real than anything you can see. You know why? Yeah. Because that leaf Look at your body. They, the doctor can, can, can say, you have blood running through your veins. I think it's this. I think it's that. But it's only because he, he has studied what is already there. But he can't explain what's there, how it got there. Right. He can't That's, explain it. He just yeah. knows that it's a perfect functioning body. Right. So right. God is the author. And 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 I don't care what man say, I have to go with God even when I don't understand. I got to follow God because what I see and understand from man is that man is absolutely out of his mind. I don't care uh, how educated he is, how many degrees, yeah. how, how much information he can memorize. If he can do math at the drop of a dime, that has not changed those men from being more moral than anybody else. In fact, the higher you go, the less moral people become. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mercy. Yeah. Mercy. Hold Amen. on to God. Hold yes, on to God. on to God. I know that um, last week when we talked, I told you that I wanted my topic this week to be, um, uh, is your church more of a social club than a place where you gather for information and inspiration uh, right. of God? And so I just kind of want to pivot a little bit and just say, you know, for me, it's just time out for churches that are not about the Father's business. And so we get so involved in all these other trips, the women's, uh, women going to all these other trips that have nothing to do with God. For, so for me, it feels more like a social club. And with the world changing the way it is, we need to be able to go to the church and feed on God's word, immerse ourselves in God's word, receive the Holy Spirit. And that's not happening in a lot of churches across America. What would you say? And a lot of people stay out of church for that very reason. 
what would you say to those people in these in this time? Okay. And this and, time, and also yes. to pastors who are not about their father business, who is all about collecting the money or all about the prestige of being a pastor instead of just really getting into their congregation, really trying to help people. Um, get God is going to deal with them. Okay. God is going to deal with them. He is going to deal with them because they're leading his flock astray. He, they're leading the people astray. And so they're going to have to deal with God on that issue. Now, what... What my advice to all my brothers and sisters, there's a big echo there. My advice to all my brothers and sisters is this. First, pray. Sandra? I'm here. Okay. Okay. I'm hearing all kind of noise. I know that's the devil, but I'm going to just keep going. Yeah, keep going. Because I don't hear the echo, so keep going. All right, yes, all kinds of stuff coming on. Um, one of the things God wants his people to do right now is come together in Bible study. If your church is not doing what they're supposed to do, then you got to get out of there. You have to find a Bible study group that's only about the Bible, that's keeping all ten commandments. Not one, not two, but all ten, because all ten are important. All ten. And yeah. then you make sure that the group is led by the Holy Spirit, because yeah. not by somebody who's just interpreting the Bible in their own way, but the Bible right. says here a little, there a little, jot by jot. And so you have to be able to understand. There are some Christians who say only the New Testament matters. Nah. That's not true, because most of the New Testament is from the Old Testament. When Christ walked the earth, he said, well, how readest thou the prophets? Because that's what they had. And so the Old testified that God was coming. And so when he came, he had some more to tell people. And so they both go hand in hand. You can't study one without the other. They're both necessary, because Genesis says, in the beginning, God created. You need that. You need that because yeah. there are people who are saying God didn't create any, create anything. And so right. you need God, you need the old and the new. So you need a group that's going to study the old and the new and use both to analyze God's word. Yeah. And so that, that when you're reading the new, you see the same thing in the old. There's no contradiction. God's word does not contradict the problem. And this is what I want to tell people. The problem with a lot of denominations, these Christian denominations, they started out good. But what happened is they all got lackadaisical and stopped learning. Right. They stopped learning. They stopped growing. But remember, God, Christianity is not a denomination. It's a movement. It's a movement because you're always moving forward in God's truth. Right. And so these denominations got stagnant. The Baptists grabbed on to baptism, right? The Lutherans were started with Luther and Luther's protest. But guess what? The Lutherans were the first ones to go back and sign with the Catholic Church, saying that the protest is over. Are you out of right. your mind? Right. The protest is not over. This is a right. spiritual war. And so yeah. every, the, 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 the uh, Holiness Church grabbed on to we needed to be holy. Yes. You're correct. We need baptism. We need holiness. We need all of that. So 
I am a Baptist because I believe in baptism. I'm a holiness because I believe in holiness. But you've got to keep going with God's word. Right. Most of these denominations got stuck and just said, well, I'm this, I'm that. No, God wants you to continue to study his word because no matter how many times you read Psalms 37, I guarantee you the 200th and first time you read it, you're going to learn something different. Every yeah. time in a phase of your life, it's going to hit you and teach you something different for the present. Remember, the past is always present, and the present always gets you to the future. Yeah. It, so you got to focus on God because God yeah. wants to put – you're not supposed to get stagnant. It's a right. movement. You're moving right. in God because God is not a stagnant God. Right. That's right. I, I, You know, during this whole campaign, people were getting ill, getting headaches, getting stressed out. And now people are feeling, you know, a little depressed and downhearted and afraid. Um, and so a lot of folks, you know, are afraid for the future. And so my suggestion is to just get into your word a little bit more, even for me, is just get into your word. Um, like I said, um, my pastor, you know, he has good sermons every now and then, but this one, for some reason, and I didn't even get it on Sunday. I had to go back, but I was taking notes, so I had to go back and just review the notes, and um, and the Holy Spirit just really, really ministered, and I said, I have to share this with everybody, because this is a perfect, perfect scripture for what's going on right now, um, and so I just want to read a couple of more verses. Um, the righteous shall inherit the land and dwell therein forever. Um, the mouth of the righteous speaketh wisdom, and his tongue taketh of judgment. The law of his God is in the heart. None of his steps shall slide. The wicked watcheth the righteous and seeketh to slay them. The Lord will not leave him in his hand, nor condemn him when he is judged. And then finally, verse 34, wait on the Lord and keep his way, and he shall exalt thee to inherit the land when the wicked are cut off, and thou shalt see it. So just, you know, my friends, just stay faithful. This has been a trying, trying time for us in the United States of America. Um, it, it, it is just a different time, and um, we are really going to have to stay prayed up and focused, and we have to keep our, you know, our wits about us and just really educate ourselves um, and, and just really just, just be watchful, be watchful, but be praying and be studying God's word because you will see it not with the human eye, but with the spiritual eye, which is what we really need to be looking at this whole thing um, about with. Um, someone wrote text and said, uh, Psalm 37 has been my go-to since I was a teenager. So true. There's always something new. Psalm 37 has been, uh, Psalm, yeah, the Psalm 37 has been my constant go-to since I was a teenager. So true. There's always something, yeah, sorry, new to learn from it. And that is always true. That God's word is true. He'll give you what you need at the time with that same scripture. He's just amazing like that. Uh, and so, um, Elder, what would I just want you to kind of close it out with what you want people to take home. You just don't want, we don't want people to be fretting. We don't want them to be fearing anything. We want people to be woke. We want people to be paying attention. We want we want people to to be more involved. Let's just don't sit back and, and say someone else will take care of it. It's on us 
to really, really pay attention. And, um, and, and, and we need to reconnect with our communities. I think that over the years we have become separate. I think as a people we need to come together a little bit more and, and just pray and figure out what it is God wants us to do, you know, so that he can uh, protect us and we can move forward with whatever the devil has going on. We can guard against that. Uh, so what are your final words for this evening, Elder? My final words are taken from First uh, John chapter 4, verse 18. It says, There is no fear in love, but perfect love casteth out fear, because fear has torment. When you're afraid, that's like you have no peace. And so yeah. see that fear is not made perfect in love. So God wants you to love, just like you said, let's love each other. This is a chance for us to actually reconnect. You know when black people were the closest? was during slavery and right after slavery and during civil rights but then when we when we felt things changed we totally right. went apart and then right. verse 19 and 20 say we love him because he first loved us us if a man say i love god and hateth his brother which you see yeah. the nation has done and hateth his brother he is a liar for he that loveth not his brother whom he has seen how can he love god who he has not seen and it says and this commandment have we from him, that he who loves God loves his brother also. And so, my Christians, my, my brothers and sisters, the Bible tells you plainly that if one man says, in order for him to love himself, he has to hate you, you know he's not from God. I don't care what he calls himself, what she calls herself. You can look and see the spirit of that person. And so... What you are seeing is an opportunity for us to get focused and come back to God, which is, and how do we know we love God? By loving each other, truly, truly Amen. loving each other, treating each other nice. And Amen. it will heal many of the mental health issues we have in our community. Amen. Just as we turn back to each other and say, hi, hello. I'm telling you, in New York City, when I see brothers walking with their children, I say, praise God. When I see Brothers and sisters, black men and black women, just 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 treat each other nice. People, just nice to one another. Yeah, it's a beautiful thing. It heals mental illness. It heals yeah. the distrust that we have against one another. We've been socialized to hate one another, to distrust one another, to not yeah. know how to love one another. This is your opportunity because you, we are reflections of each other. If I destroy yeah. you, I'm destroying me because we're each other's reflection, but ultimately we're destroying the image of God in us. And so here, and, and the blood is on you. So now it's time for you to wipe away that blood, repent, come together, because the nation they're going to get their hands bloodied, and by getting their hands bloodied, they are making war against God. Do you hear me? They're making war against God, even though they're saying, so hold on, hold on. Yeah. Trust me, there's no fear in love. Love. Amen. 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 That was beautiful. Yes, thank you. We need to learn how to love each other. But before I go, I just um, had a couple of more announcements. That was beautiful. I love today's conversation. Um, like I said, I am woke. And I am going to be about my father's business. And speaking of which, I was asked to be one of the facilitators on a uh, Christian cruise. And um, the theme of the cruise is making the father's business my business. And I was 
so um, honored that they asked me to be a part of that. It's in March, March 6th through the 10th. It's a four-night cruise from Long Beach, California to Ensenada, Mexico. Um, so I have it on my webpage. If anybody is interested, please go there. Um, I am truly about um, my father's business and making his business my business. So that is totally appropriate for me uh, right now, and I pray that is also uh, what you have on your mind as well. So please join us on this cruise. And also I just want to say thank you guys for joining me here at T25CL, your all-encompassing entertainment uh, website. Please go on the website, check out our 24-7 radio station. It has all sorts of music on the same platform. You will be entertained all day. And I mean, it has some great, great, great music on there. Um, also, we have talk shows every night of the week. Um, the talk shows are interesting. We have a, a lot of stuff to talk about now, as you could imagine. So tune in every night at 7.30. We have a different host every night. We have Rosalind on Wednesday night, Barbara on Tuesday night, Lorenzo on Monday night, um, Dr. Kwaku and Corey on Thursday night, and myself on Friday night. So check us out on T25CL. Also check out the trailer for our new movie, United We Stand. Um, we're praying that this movie will go out globally. So check us out on T25CL.com. Thank you all for joining me on this evening. I really do appreciate it. Let's stay prayerful and let's stay together. Agape love, everybody. Take care. See you on next Friday. Amen. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.